Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. And Sam, it's a Monday and I'm wearing my BetMGM shirt, which means that BetMGM got the best of me this weekend. And we'll talk about that later on. Uh, But we are Nationals On Demand Sports Talk Network, going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. I'm Austin Stanley. This is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter at A to Z Sports. Uh, And you got to make sure you follow us all over the place, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more great Titans coverage. But we got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us and they help out all of you guys. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, but our coverage rates and service fbhp.com slash atoz the aura app keeping you safe online for a two-week free trial download the app and go to this link aura.com slash atoz that's aura.com slash atoz and krebs kubota an elite kubota dealer with locations in columbia franklin and murfreesboro check them out online at krebs so sam you were um, at Titans rookie mini camp on Saturday. Uh, we've got some great reaction videos from that uh, with Peter Skaronsky making a highlight pancake block uh, that I'm sure we'll talk about some uh, tomorrow on a Tuesday and deeper into the week. Uh, Colton Dowell had uh, a tough start to his rookie camp, but bounced back and got some comedy out of that. Uh, but Will Levis is what everybody was really paying attention to because even though he was the Titans' second uh, round pick. He was the main attraction on Saturday. Before we play the video of Will Levis's highlights from Saturday's practice, Sam, I want to ask you because you were there with the rest of Titans media. You were in the bubble because of the weather. But what was the what was the feeling, the energy, the vibe like from you guys in the media core watching Will Levis and just the the anticipation of seeing what he looked like, and then kind of the follow through as well. Well, yeah, you're not lying when you say that Will Levis was the main attraction for media, and I'm sure the main attraction for fans and what they were most excited to see. It was raining, and so we were in the Titans practice bubble. Now, when you're in the bubble, the media is really only able to go to like one sideline of the field, and we're on that one sideline trying to look at the entire bubble. Like you've got defense on one side, you got offensive line in the back corner. So it was a little bit more difficult to see Peter Skaronsky and check out what he was doing. The two things that you have right in front of you are wide receivers who work on your side of the field. And then right smack dab in the middle, you get a very good look at the quarterbacks. And so, uh, yeah, basically the entire media core uh, lined up in a row as we're trying to get our looks at Will Levis to see, you know, is he as advertised? Um and it's, you know, I think it's important to say, right, it's one practice, it's a rookie mini camp practice. And that's something that we're going to talk about here is we kind of weigh the pros and cons of Will's uh, Saturday practice. But mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to tell with any of these guys until the pads come on, you have to see how they respond to a fast paced, full paced defense to a real pass rush coming at them, how they can manipulate the pocket when there's actual players trying to sack them. Those are things that you can't really simulate in a May practice, but we did get to see some of the physical tools for the very first time and really the build and the makeup that the Titans like so much. They were willing to trade up to go get him at the front of the second round. And as we heard, 
attempted to trade back into the first round to draft him. And uh, those things checked boxes for me. I mean, the just physically, for one, I, I mean, very impressive physically. He is, you know, ripped. He, he's, you know, big frame, very athletic looking, very strong base. Uh, but then the release is a very, very quick release. He gets the ball out in a hurry. We've seen the highlight video of him rolling to his right and delivering a ball to like the HB wheel with a quick release, kind of floating it in there. But that was like that for every single throw across the middle, the ball's out in half a second. And I was really impressed with the timing I saw in play action, the ball placement, both throwing over the middle and to the perimeter. And then just the his ability to get it out quickly. Those were boxes that I was checking as I was watching him. And, and not something that you see from rookie quarterbacks all the time. It was something I didn't see from Malik Willis for a while last year as he went on to develop of like, how easily can you throw outside the hashes? And where is your ball placement when you're getting it to that wide receiver in timing on the outside? Because, you know, a couple feet, a couple seconds, right? That makes all the difference between a completed pass and, you know, a, a turnover, an incompletion, whatever. But in all of those areas, I think Will Levis looked really, really strong. And uh, me and some of the other media core members were looking at each other being like, you know, yeah, he's throwing to no defenders or throwing with a seven on seven or playing 11s without a pass rush. But look at that ball placement. That's pretty clean. And you start to see why the Titans felt like he would work in their system. And it was really encouraging. Yeah. And so let's take a look um, at some of these Will Levis highlights uh, that you took on Saturday, Sam. Here is Will Levis, as you can see from uh, our social media over the weekend.
Will Levis and his highlights, the full highlights there from our A to Z Sports YouTube channel. And look, that's a lot of great stuff that you saw immediately. You can tell uh, that he's got a quick release, that he's very physically built, like Sam, you mentioned. Uh, he looks very comfortable uh, doing all those drills that the Titans put him through. Uh, and so Orlando says, finally, uh, the Titans draft a quarterback with good footwork. We will discuss uh, that uh, later on with Malik Willis, maybe uh, later on in this show. But uh, Levis was also asked a lot about, you know, the, the Titans offense and had some interesting answers. And so, Sam, you talked about the pros a little bit. Uh, we'll hear from Will Levis and then also hear the con from Will Levis and his Titans rookie minicamp practice where the media got to watch him. Uh, but before we get to all that, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, they're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know where you can go to get that inconvenience behind you. In the Bone and Joint Institute, they've been able to help me uh, with multiple injuries in my past. Uh, injuries always happen in life. You never know when they're going to happen. It's always at a left field. and It always is annoying, right? So make sure you trust the Bone and Joint Institute to get you back onto that path for health. Check them out at their website. Super easy to use, boneandjointtn.org. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. And with the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Go ahead and sign up and use that bonus code. That's ATOZ Sports. Find that wager, that pick for the day that you have confidence in. Place your uh, bet on it. And if it doesn't win, no worries. You get that money back as a bonus bet up to $1,000. You can make every game and every play mean so much more with BetMGM and the BetMGM app. All right, Sam. So you mentioned the pros. You talked about the physicality. You talked about the quick release, the confidence that it looks like he approaches uh, that practice from. And it doesn't look like he's in his first NFL practice, right? And technically it was the second because the media wasn't out there for the first one. But let's go to Will Levis when he was asked in the press conferences afterwards, just overall about the practice. And you know, the rookie quarterback uh, uh, seemed like he was very upbeat and uh, in a positive mindset after Saturday's practice. Is there anything mechanically or footwork-wise that you've gone over so far that that you've said to yourself, well, well, that's going to be an adjustment that, that feels a little different. I'm going to really have to concentrate on that or make a change there? Um, no, I mean, um, really just focus on, you know, the operation, the play. And um, I'm sure we'll get more into the specifics of that uh, later. But, I mean, it is good that, I mean, I played in a similar offense in college, so a lot of the track points and a lot of the uh, footwork in, in the run game and in the, in the play action is stuff that I'm familiar with. Um, but it's my first time in a football team environment like this with, with all pieces going around. So being able to marry your feet with your eyes and getting through progressions, uh, it's the first time doing that in, in a while. So uh, um, it's just fun to get out there and, and to be doing that stuff. So most everything feels natural. So yeah, I mean, I'm continuing to, to get working and I, have to, I can improve in all areas um, of my game. But um, just I think my previous experience definitely helped me. But looking to just keep working, keep improving. From a translation standpoint, you operated in a pro-style system in Kentucky that's you know similar to an NFL offense. How much of that has kind of carried over for you here in the early portion? A uh, good amount. A good amount. I mean, it's there, there's some you you can get you can fall into the traps of uh, this is what we called this at Kentucky, so that's what I want to call it in my mind. You know, you got to erase that. You got to erase everything in the past, and you got to put it in the language of of how we call it. So I mean, that's been the biggest thing for me. 
you know, some of the formations, like they might call it one thing and I might think of it as one thing. And I gotta be like, no, it's not that. It's not what it was. It's this is what it is. So just keep to work on that. Keep pounding everything and uh, just keep mastering the offense. So which aspects of the offense are transferable at this point? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay. A lot. <laughs> so a lot can transfer over. Uh, <laughs> I see somebody saying the, the one thing I don't like about Will Levis is he talks with his hands. I talk with my hands too, but you can't see them because they're below mm. my camera shot here. But yeah. Uh, so uh, Sam, what was your biggest takeaway from Will Levis after practice when he talked uh, to the media? And, I, and then I'll go through some comments here. Yeah. I mean, nothing that was a surprise. I'm a very confident guy, very good interview. And uh, I think you know, all of those points that he hit on and he talked about are why his skill set is so attractive for the Titans right now. I mean, his ability, his comfort level under center, his comfort level uh, in play action, the fact that you know some of the tracking points and the footwork is very similar to things that he's done before it is a really, really big positive, I think. And you can tell has really helped his confidence as he's gotten going here. These are concepts that he's familiar with, you know, to some degree. So yeah, there is an adjustment to the NFL as Mike Vrabel would go on to say, the biggest adjustment is adjusting to NFL defenses and, and you know, understanding that their disguises are a little bit better. The players are a little bit faster. Their hands are a little bit cleaner uh, and, you know, working around those defenses in that way. That's the biggest adjustment for a quarterback, but to have a guy who's able to come into rookie minicamp and already feel like he has a good grasp of the offense and his skill set is one that complements that playbook is a huge positive for me. And I think is really helping will have a lot of confidence as well as he, uh, you know, starts his NFL journey here. So a really positive sign there. The fact that, you know, the Kentucky playbook, transfers over and this is something we talked about when they drafted him of what does Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel see in Kentucky's offense and Will's ability to manage and be the you know signal caller in that offense and how do they feel like that can translate to the NFL level so no real surprise to see a guy that's that confident but I think a positive sign to hear how much of what he's doing now is stuff that he's familiar and confident in. Yeah, to me, it looks like he's been doing this quarterback thing for a long time, right? Like it, it, he he looks like a quarterback, and I don't know. I've 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 had in my life guys that just you you meet them off the field, and you're like, hey, did you, hey, did you play football? Like, yeah, I did. Like, you're a quarterback, weren't you? Like, mm. some guys just feel like they put out that air of playing the position. Now, Troy says his release reminds him of Peyton Manning, gets the ball out fast, same type of arm motion. I saw a lot of comments. Um, about the arm motion. And then, uh, you know, Bork says, holy arms, Batman. And then Chris Stress saying that he hopes uh, Levis doesn't get popped hot for PEDs, uh, by the way, those those arms look. And yeah, I mean, he looks the part. He's got the athleticism. He carries himself like that. Um, so all of that was, was positive, right? And now Eric says no one should be sold on anything until we see him in a couple actual games. And that's the act, yeah, that's the truth right there. And there was, uh, Sam, some some comments, as MB says, yesterday or Saturday was just a glorified pro day. It was definitely more than a glorified well, pro day. Yeah, I, I wanted to get to that comment for a reason, yeah. because 
from the video you see, I understand why you think that he did a lot of throwing and drills and footwork stuff and things you would have done at a pro day. What you can't see uh, because it was not videoable, it was in the close portion, is that he also operated seven on seven and 11 on 11 against the Titans rookie defense. So we saw Will Levis uh, kind of throwing a ball against the defense and where his accuracy was, how his decision making was. Uh, all of those things we got to see live, which is a little bit more advanced than you would see in a pro day. You're actually seeing a guy play against defenders, which, you know, most pro days don't have. So, yeah, absolutely. So there was a con, right, Sam? It was the fact that there was the play that ended. Pre- Let me correct me if I'm wrong, because practice was supposed to end around two o'clock. And all of a sudden I was talking with Jake and Parker on our social media side. And all of a sudden tweets from Titans camp start going out. I'm like, hold on a second. They ended practice 10 minutes early because it looked like they ended a little early. And then I, I did see that there was a nice a nice throw uh, from Will Levis to Josh Wiley, the fifth-round rookie tight end. But it, it doesn't seem like that Mike Vrabel felt the same way about that throw as initially the media uh, made it sound like on social media. Uh, yes and no. I, I mean, it was, a, it was a phenomenal throw. It was a phenomenal, like, turn-your-head type of throw, fitting it into a really tight window between three defenders, dropping it in the bucket, showing some good touch, uh, you know, working kind of, like, across his body, or it was a little bit, like, off-platform. So things that you go, nice, like, whoa, that, that is the shining arm talent that you were hoping to see out of Will Levis. Most of, like, this live period is a lot of, like, you know, timing throws. It's a lot of play action routes. It's a lot of just like quick stuff to try and work on, you know, concepts and route running and reads. This was uh, a guy taking a shot through some defense, his tight end, making an exceptional play to go up and get the ball and a really, really well thrown football. Now, Mike Vrabel was asked about this play after practice and did he like it? Yes, I'm sure he liked the physical output from both Will Levis and especially Josh Wiley to go and get it. But he does make an interesting point when it comes to the decision making that Will made in that moment to throw that football. So that was something that he raised his eyebrow uh, about and got us, I don't know, perking our ears up. So here's the Titans head coach on that final play, Will Levis connecting with Josh Wiley down the sideline. That ended it, Mike, with with two of your key guys kind of leaving and and finishing everything on a nice note. Well, I would tell you that that probably, um, you know, again, the result was good. And there was a lot of great decisions, uh, which we asked our quarterback uh, to be able to do. Um, But, you know, that that may not end as well with some other players um, when the veterans come in at OTA. So, Again, it was great by Josh to be able to go. I think we'll just tell Will that, you know, we got to be careful when we throw it into a team meeting. Um, but it was a great job by Josh being able to track it and, um, you know, ultimately end up with the catch. So this is a point that he kind of made, and, and he went further on in the press conference to talk about, and it is about what I mentioned earlier, the adjustment to NFL defenses and what things are going to look like when the veterans are in camp, when – uh, you've got NFL Cal. I mean, uh, let's be honest with it. Most of the guys that are in this rookie mini camp are not going to be on NFL rosters oh, in September. Guys, I, right. I, huh? Yeah. I mean, there were, there were, there were six draft picks, 14 undrafted free agents. And so that's 20. And then the rest of them were tryout players. 
So but, I mean, yeah, my, and, and these guys are, and they didn't draft a defensive player, right? So, at, you know, right. at best, these are undrafted free agents that he's going against, and yeah. you do have to keep that in mind. And I think that's part of Mike Vrabel's point. That safety coming over the middle is Kevin Byard. No, Things yeah. might look a little bit different for Will Levis and how that play ends. And so the decision-making, you might say, wow, look at that throw. Mike Vrabel says, hey, Will, uh, we don't have that same ability to drop that ball in that window when we've got NFL safeties coming across the middle. Uh, and so this is part of what he talked about, that yeah. this guy is going to have to adjust to an advanced skill level and speed of the players that are defending his targets. And so your decision-making needs to be up to speed with the players that you're going against. And if it's not, and you underestimate them, you think you can get away with some of the stuff you got away with in college, you're going to end up turning the ball over. Um, and you know, we knew decision-making was something that may be a little bit questionable with Will during his uh, time at Kentucky. So how did you feel about Mike's comments there? Uh, my translation was number 31 picks that off probably nine times out of 10. That, that was exactly what I was, that that's what I thought. As soon as yeah. I heard Vrabel say that, I was like, yeah, I mean, it, maybe even, maybe even Amani Hooker can get that one. Who knows? Um, you don't want to throw it to, I like he said, it, team meeting. He didn't yeah. want to throw it into a team meeting, which was, uh, you know, an accurate description of what we were looking at with that, that pile of bodies. Yeah, for, and I, again, I'm somebody who hasn't seen it. Sam was the only one who saw it with his eyes there on that. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. We've got a lot to break down, a lot to get to, but we do want to get you guys more involved as trying to have Sam set the table for us uh, for what Titans rookie minicamp was like. So now we'll ask this question after the first 24 minutes or so of us talking about what Sam saw from Will Levis and seeing his highlights. Do you feel better, worse, or the same about Will Levis after his Titans rookie minicamp. Better, worse, or the same after Will Levis's Titans rookie minicamp? And so I do think answering this question, you kind of have to understand and let us know, you know, how you felt beforehand. If you feel better, maybe you didn't feel good about it. If you feel the same, then maybe you felt good about it beforehand or vice versa. So uh, your comments here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about Krebs Kubota. They are an elite Kubota dealer with three locations across the mid-state in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. I saw the Murfreesboro location last week. Uh, and I've been telling you guys since we started our relationship this month with Krebs Kubota that they strive to be elite. They strive to excel in customer service. And I, I believed them when they told that to me. But then when I went and saw them in Murfreesboro, I was like, oh, yeah, you guys aren't messing around. I uh, talked to our guy Jamie and Matt for a little over an hour uh, last week at the Murfreesboro Krebs Kubota. And they're serious about it. Like, they're serious about helping you and making sure that you get what you need for your home, for your property, whatever application you need uh, to work on around your your uh, projects. They've got it for you, whether it's a you know, a power unit you need from Krebs Kubota or any of the other implementations that go on top of that power unit, tractors, mowers, smaller, bigger, hay, hay balers, whatever they've got. They do a lot of commercial stuff, but really their wheelhouse is right there for residential. So whatever you need from your equipment needs, check out Krebs Kubota because they've got the best, the best customer service to go along with the best equipment in the industry. Their website is KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Make every play and every game matter more with the king of sportsbooks and BetMGM. And the bonus code 
A-T-O-Z, sports on the BetMGM app. You use that bonus code, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, that's the best way to get into the sports gambling space, which is with limited risk because money back, bonus bets, that's all good news. And you can get it up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. With that bonus code, that's A-T-O-Z, sports on BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. All right, Sam. So I'm going to send you to the comments here. How do you feel about Will Levis? Do you look, do you feel better, the same, or worse about Will Levis after seeing him from his Titans rookie minicamp? Sam, I'll send you the chat here in a second, but MB says, awesome. What I'm talking about is that we can draw from those video clips. You can't properly draw anything until a couple of years down the road. Look, MB, you're like, you're not wrong there. And yeah. I, I, I'm with you, but you know, you know, we are here to talk about it right now. And we don't have multiple, yeah. We don't have multiple years of tape to go off of, so we can. And Rand, to, to be honest, Rand Carthon doesn't have multiple years for it to play out like that. He's got to figure out sooner rather than later, like what you know. He's got time, a little bit of time, but he's got to find out what Will Levis is. Uh, so Sam, I'll see you to the chats. Better the same or worse uh, after Will Levis in his first Titans practice. Eric says the same. Steven's the same. Jabu's the same. Jimbo says better. We've got the same from Dadson and Dylan and David. Rooney says better. Steven says better. Jerry's the same. Titans Kyle's the same. Jermel is better. Jared is same. Timothy says better. Billy says better. Alex says the same. Dylan's the same. Reginald, same. Andre, the same. Uh, MB says same. It's mini camp. Uh, slightly better, says Clayton. We've got the same from Brent better uh, than Burks. This is a good point. <laughs> we, everybody yes. freaked out when Traylon Burks was uh, not out there for rookie minicamp last year. So, uh, oh, you know, let's just revisit that. Right, Sam, because I want to say that was your first practice to go to ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. And so Traylon Burks was after his first rep was doubled over huff and puff and needed the inhaler. Then everything just blew up from there on. He's out of shape, overweight. Does he has asthma? Then we never got an answer about that for like six weeks plus uh, from the player or the coaching staff about that. And Traylon Burks was not present the following day at rookie minicamp. So yeah, everybody had a better rookie minicamp than Traylon Burks, who's lined up and taking snaps in the NFL. And I'll include Isaiah Wilson because Isaiah Wilson technically did not have a rookie mini camp because it was during COVID. Uh, so and, yeah, Traylon Burks worst well, rookie think, mini camp ever. I think there's two ways of looking at that too, right? Yeah. One of them is well, Traylon Burks showed a lot of signs of being a really good player, and he was uh, probably had as bad of a rookie mini camp as you can get. So like, yeah. what does that say about rookie mini camp? The second part is Traylon Burks and the Titans coaches would tell you they wish he started off the season stronger than he did, and they wish he wouldn't have gotten behind at that point in time at rookie mini camp so that he could have been the impact player he was down the stretch from the get-go. And, and so how you look in rookie minicamp, maybe it's a sign of you know how prepared you are, because we'll remind you, rookie minicamp OTAs, we saw Kyle Phillips, and we said, that's a guy that can have an impact, and he did in week one, and then the injuries set in. So, I, I mean, it's not like a, the end-all, be-all, but it can be a good gauge for where some of these guys are at in their development or where yeah. they are in terms of being ready for the NFL level early on, at least compared uh, Sean, to rookies. Yeah. Sean says the same. It's not like he's competing for a starting spot this year. Danny says no sample size to judge from doing it against undrafted free agent. No takeaways yet. Uh, Michael says will exhibited traits of having a high motor, which is encouraging. 
Uh, Grim Jim says better than Malik's, which we're going to get to that later on uh, about Malik Willis and uh, seeing if that's fair or foul. Uh, I wanted to go through, let's see, there was a couple comments that I wanted to point out specifically um, here, and now I'm not going to be able to find it, but too many comments flying in. But somebody was mentioning that they had Will Levis um, as, you know, oh, that's it. Uh, always thought Will Levis was among the top two cl- in the class. So his expectations are talent level, somewhere around Josh Dobbs level right now for a young rookie. You know, I, I think Will Levis, he's so polarizing because you have draft analysts that were super high on him. And then you have draft analysts that were not. You've got, you know, Sam, I think you are were higher on Will Levis um, yep. than me and for a fact. Um, and I'm not sure exactly where we would stack up with the totem pole of Will Levis rankings pre-draft between me, you, and Zach. Um, but you might have been the highest on Levis out of the three of us, and I was definitely the lowest. I feel better about Will Levis after watching his, you know, mini camp highlights, right? Like, I I know I wasn't there, and I know that I, I understand what rookie mini camp is. I've been covering the Titans for a decade now, and I've seen a lot of rookie mini camps. So I can I can actually take these rookie mini camps and stack them on top of each other. How did Will Levis look compared to Marcus Mariota's first rookie mini camp? Because I was there for that one. I was there for Malik's last year. I was not there for Jake Locker's rookie mini camp, but I've seen I've seen guys like Luke Falk and uh, uh, Cole McDonald late round draft picks at the quarterback position, and so I can look at Will Levis and I can look and see what I remember from those guys and say. Yeah, Will Levis looks like he knows how to do this. And I that's encouraging for me. So I feel better. I'm not I'm not like flipping. I'm not just automatically because I was out on the draft pick from a lot of different reasons. And I, you know, the the going not falling in love with your future quarterback, drafting him because of the value that was there, all of that, right? But I also do think that I feel a little better about him, but I also understand that. Will Levis was always going to look good in this practice. As long as he's healthy, like this is where Will Levis is going to be great. He's going to yeah. always look good here. And, and I'm going to get more in depth into that, into that opinion here a little bit later when we talk about Malik. But I mean, yeah, he looked good. He looked quick. He looked crisp. Like these drills that they're doing here, and we played some of them earlier. Like I remember Derrick Henry really struggled with the position drills in his first Titans camps back in the day out of Alabama because he wasn't doing any of those things. But Will Levis came in there, was doing the bag drills, doing the different footwork stuff and having the timing throws. And and he looked like he'd been doing them for months or quite a while. So I, I feel better about Malik, about Will Levis than I initially did going into the rookie minicamp. Yeah, I fully understand anybody that says like, look, I feel the same. This doesn't really change anything for me. I think that's totally reasonable, especially because I understand that my opinion might be a little bit different because I was in the in the room and I, I saw, you know, all the details of it and got to see the uh, where all those throws ended up and where the ball placement was and kind of see things with my own eyes. Um but I do feel better as well. And I was already feeling pretty good about him. Like you mentioned, I was pretty high on Will Levis coming in. Um, but I was always high on, you know, these things, these physical traits, these physical tools and how they're supposed to transfer into this specific system. I thought this was a really good landing spot for him. And the reason I feel better is because I've now seen it and had it affirmed. 
And uh, that makes me feel a lot better about my opinions of Will Levis when I've seen in person now what he's able to do in play action, where he's able to throw the football, the speed that he has. By the way, very, very sneaky speed and seeing him run, you know, for the first time, kind of rolling out and how he can take off. I was like, whoa, like that, that athleticism doesn't necessarily pop on the tape quite like it does when you're seeing him rumbling down the sideline in front of you. So I do feel better about it. Uh, I, I think a lot of this was as expected. Like you said, like I expected Will to look good throwing the football. I expected him to look good physically. I expected him to look good and play action and have a good release. And I expected there to be some issues with his decision-making Um, And as you see him progress in his NFL career, I think one of the biggest questions for him is going to be what level can he go to as a starting quarterback based on how often he turns the ball over? Like, I know one of the comps coming out of college for him was like a Jay Cutler type of guy who you Mm -hmm. watched and you said, man, look at the arm talent, man, he can do anything with the ball. He can be your starting quarterback and he can have a lot of games that he throws for 350 and three touchdowns. But in order to go to that next elite level, he can't throw 15 interceptions. And so this will be an interesting thing to keep an eye on for for Levis as he takes on his NFL career is how much is he able to to limit the turnovers and really improve on his decision making. But I saw everything that I wanted to see out of him, and that makes me feel better and uh, vindicated and validated in feeling confident in him. Yeah. Uh, Patrick says that his opinion, the Titans got very lucky that Levis dropped. You get a major need at 11. Can't trade back in the first, but make trade for number two pick in the second round uh, and possibly get your franchise quarterback. Heck of a top two picks after those two. I question why uh, those other picks were made, but so there's Patrick on that. Um, so again, I think will Levis, uh, had a very, very positive outlook. A couple of uh, super chats I wanted to get to here. Well, Robert says Vrabel's feeling a little stubborn here and uh, going to his, um, his you know, bad yeah. decision-making too, right? This is Mike Vrabel though. Like, like Mike Vrabel is not somebody who's going to overblow anything. I mean, a guy could make a game-winning catch down the field. Traylon Burks had multiple amazing catches and amazing games last year where everybody's looking at each other like, oh yeah, this guy's arrived. And you talk to Mike Vrabel about it and he just kind of goes, well, you know, uh, you know, we're see how he looks this week. You know, you know, Traylon's got a long way to go. Still working on some, working through some things. And you're just like, Mike, give me a smile. Like the guy did 120 yards and a big touchdown catch, but that's just who he is. He He's right. very like onto the next one. Keep your head down, keep working. And uh, that's his coaching style. So I don't yeah. put too much into it. Uh, real quick before we talk about some Malik uh, conversation here with some of these other comments, but Whisk Cheese asked, where was Kiaris Jackson, the UDFA from Georgia? So this is interesting because Kiaris Jackson was not on the roster, uh, but I did see the reports that came after the draft that he was signing with the Titans as a UDFA receiver out of Georgia. Uh, but then I think I, I think I saw Paul Kaharski tweet that he was there, but yep. he was not on the roster but he was wearing number 10 and I was immediately like, well, okay, there goes the Jersey curse. Number 10 again, having its first impact on Kiaris Jackson. But did you get anything from that? Or is it just still a mystery at this point? Kind of a mystery. I mean, he was there. He did some stuff like he worked in with, you know, in the individual period with the kick returners and like catching some, 
like working on catching some balls, but didn't really take any live reps. He was just kind of around and watching and observing how the practices go. We asked Mike Vrabel after practice. He said, we're still working through some stuff, uh, you know, until he, uh, so I, I don't know if it's an injury thing to see where con- he's at. Some, if maybe a sign contract him. thing. Like, maybe you a know, contract thing. Yeah. I, I didn't really get a feel for what it was, but there is something still unresolved with Kiaris Jackson. The Titans are hoping to add him to the roster still was the sentiment that I got from, from Vrabel after practice. But as of right now in the building, unsigned. Interesting. All right. So we'll kind of keep our eyes on that. So here's my next uh, conversation I want to get into because we've talked a lot about Will Levis as we should, you know, as the second overall pick, second round pick, excuse me, for the Titans making his uh, practice uh, debut. So I want to ask this question. Is it fair or foul? Is it fair or foul to compare Will Levis in his rookie camp to Malik Willis in his rookie mini camp from last year? Because Real quick, I'll play an excerpt of this. I'm not going to play the entirety of what we saw from Will Levis, but I'll play back-to-back of Will Levis highlights from Saturday and then Malik Willis from his rookie minicamp over a year ago. So here's Will Levis again, then we'll get to Malik. So there is Will Levis in his rookie minicamp. I had to make a quick edit on the Malik Willis video, but we'll get to that here in a second. But while we wait on that to finish uploading, uh, Sam, tell us all about the Aura app, and then we'll look at Malik Willis and compare the two here. The Aura app, pumped to talk about the Aura app because anyone can find anything on the internet, including your full name, your personal email, your home address, your phone number, even your relatives' names. Uh, but Aura is here to help with that and put an end to all that. Aura found 27 data brokers who had my information. 25 of those now, 25 of those have had my data removed and they're actively working on those other two to get them out of there and make sure they clean things up for me. Data brokers profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers, and anyone else that wants to learn more information about you. Our sponsor, Aura, will identify those data brokers who are exposing your information and automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf. They opt you out of telemarketing lists and junk mail. Their service has a VPN, a password manager, real-time credit and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls that protects your devices from malware. Anything that you need to stay safe online and on the internet, Aura has for you. So uh, let Aura do the hard work keeping you safe online sign up right now you can get a two-week free trial using our code that's aura.com slash atoz aura.com slash atoz cannot recommend 
aura enough. Stay safe on the internet and keep your phone protected from all of those spammers that drive us all crazy. So aura.com slash ATOZ. All right, with BetMGM, you can win big. Sign up with our code ATOZ Sports, and that means you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So no sweat off of that with the BetMGM app. All right, Sam, I've got the Malik video. So here is Malik Willis last year from his rookie minicamp. As you can see, uh, you know, outside, not in the bubble um, there. But Malik uh, clearly not having the same type of crisp footwork um, that we saw from Will Levis and a lot elongated throwing motion from Malik Willis here, as you can see. A lot, you know, cocks it back further, uh, takes longer to get out of his hands. Um, it's a little sloppier, not as crisp, wider base, um, not seeming as strong. So there's Malik, right? And so is it fair or foul to compare these two? And Sam, I'll send you to the chat. Um, you know, fair or foul to compare Will Levis and Malik Willis with their rookie mini camps? And I'll let the chat um, have that uh, first before I dive into it. Amar says it's fair. Eric says foul. Scott says fair. DeMarco's fair. Andre's foul. Jared is fair. Dadson says it's 100% fair. Uh, Eric says fair. Both projected to go first round. Guy says foul. Orlando says fair. Richie says fair. Steven's fair. Jay is foul. Uh, Jermel says foul. No, it's not fair. Uh, completely fair, says Titans Kyle. DeMarco says fair. They're both QBs. Dylan says foul. Will is fair. Ramon is fair. Rect is foul. Uh, fair from Grim Jim. Fair from Nate. Fair from Brent. Fair from Jared. We've got fair from Dwayne, Kenneth, and Pistol Ramsey. Fair from Billy Jones. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, fair from Patrick. We've got fair from Nathaniel. We've got fair from Elias. So kind of a takeover of fair here. Mm. So Austin... Is this fair or is this foul to compare Will Levis and Malik Willis in rookie minicamp? It's foul. It's absolutely foul because it's completely different situations. They were, yeah, I mean, to, to, to the comment that said they were both considered first-round quarterback prospects, yeah, that's that's true. Brent asked what's not fair about it. It's where they're coming from. I think where they're coming from, Will Levis is going to look good in shorts and a t-shirt and a helmet out there playing seven on seven against undrafted free agents on defense where Malik Willis is coming from Liberty from a head coach that notoriously does not prepare quarterbacks whatsoever to take the jump from college to the NFL or college to the anything pro XFL, USFL, AAF, whatever the hell league you want to talk about. Like Hugh freeze does a bad job of developing quarterbacks. And we know that Malik Willis was never going to look good in practice until he became a full-time starter. Like I can say the same thing about Vince Young. Vince Young was never going to be a, a, a good looking practice player. Josh Dobbs had the same criticism when he was at Tennessee and Butch Jones didn't start him for multiple years because he didn't look good in practice because those type of guys are more instinctual. They're more reaction. They're more, you know, you know, playground, get away with, their athleticism style, style quarterbacks. And so when you're talking about comparing rookie mini camps, it is completely different situations. And so you can compare them when they get on the field in preseason games, you can compare them then. But I think from, you know, rookie practice, number one and rookie practice, number one, 
I think it's foul to do that. Um, and that's not, you know, fair to Malik. Malik has a much larger learning curve uh, for, you know, coming out of Liberty than where Will Levis is at. And so I, I don't, I just, I hope that that doesn't become a narrative that, oh, Will Levis looks way better than Malik did at this time a year ago. Well, yeah, of course. That was like, we all, that was the point. Um, I think it's fair. Very fair. I think that's think fair be. to agree, to compare them. Yeah, I think it should be a narrative. Like I, I don't think I don't think it matters where you come from. It matters where you are. And where you are is the National Football League and the Tennessee Titans. And so your ability to compete on an NFL field, your ability to run the Titans offense and succeed in the concepts that Mike Vrabel and Tim Kelly want to use in this offense matters uh and these are both day two picks they play the same position they are going to be competing at some level this year for whether that's for a backup job or a starting job or for the future starting job or whatever it is these two are against each other these two are getting compared from here on out and Mike Vrabel and you know the rest of the decision makers with the Titans are not making those decisions based off of where they came from it's about their ability to do it. And I saw Malik Willis at rookie minicamp last year. And mm-hmm. I saw Will Levis. And I did say, Will Levis looks way better than Malik looked last year. His footwork is better. His ball placement is better. His release is better. His understanding of the concepts in front of him, his decision-making was quicker. Yeah, right. Those things matter. And, and I don't think it's wrong to compare him to a guy who we just saw the Titans take in day two and didn't succeed as a rookie. And I think overall the morale towards Malik Willis as a fan base, as a front office, as a coaching staff is pretty low right now. So we've seen a guy not succeed and seen our expectations for him go low. I don't think it's wrong or foul to say, well, this guy looks way better. So I have more confidence that he can do it better than the last guy did it. Yeah, That's what this league is. I mean, you compare guys to the last guy. The same way that, you know, if you have a failed quarterback and a bust quarterback prospect, the next time you draft one, you're going to say, well, is he doing things better early on than so-and-so did? Or is a lot of the things the same? I see a difference in these two quarterbacks. And I think it's kind of silly to like ignore the differences we see in them because of where they started or what the expectation is. And so, well, real quick, you might say, Will Levis is supposed to look good because this is Will Levis's strengths in a mini camp, right? And, and yes. you know, Malik Willis is an instinctual guy, but we also saw Mike Vrabel and, and this Titans coaching staff say, well, you know, he can't run the offense. He's not making throws when we need to see him make throws. And then you've got Malik's quarterback coach saying, well, you know, it's like he, they want him to play more like Logan Woodside. You want him to play like the quarterback that runs the Titans offense. Will Levis is that, and he is living up to the, the expectations are what it takes to win in this offense. Yes. Okay. So look, I'm glad we're on opposite sides of this because that makes it more fun. Again, I think, I think it's foul to compare Will Levis's rookie minicamp to Malik Willis rookie minicamp. I'm not talking about Malik's preseason or regular season or anything because Malik should have been able to do more. He wasn't ready. And the Titans made that very clear to everybody. And they continue to make it very clear when they drafted Will Levis in the second round and talked about moving up for C.J. Stroud at three overall if the Texans didn't take him at two. 
So we know how the Titans feel about Malik right now. My whole point is Malik Willis was a different type of draft pick than Will Levis. Will Levis was a higher floor of a quarterback prospect. Malik is a lower floor of a quarterback prospect, but potentially a higher ceiling than Will Levis. I don't know what their ceilings are, but like I think there was an understanding of the context that Malik was coming into the league with and where Will Levis was coming in the league with. Because Liam Cohen was, was his offensive coordinator his junior year at Kentucky and then was the OC for the LA Rams last year. And so Will Levis knows how to walk into that rookie practice and command a huddle, call play in the huddle, break a huddle, line up to this line of scrimmage, and go through that where Malik had to learn how to do all that stuff a year ago during this same practice. So they're just, they had completely different starting points. And so it's foul to expect them to look the same because my whole point is Will Levis was always going to look good in this practice. That's, that is his strength was, was doing all the logistical things a quarterback's got to do. Will Levis has to prove it with his decision-making in the game on the field. Malik has to prove it in a lot of areas too. I'm not sure though. I like, I would necessarily agree with the point that like, like was, was Will Levis higher, like, more highly thought of than Malik was. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he got drafted higher. Like clearly the pedigree was a little bit larger, but this is mm. somebody that came with his fair share of criticisms too, and his ability to be accurate and his ability to, uh, you know, make good decisions and, and to be a quarterback that commands an offense. Like Will Levis did not come without criticism. And so I think that's why it becomes relevant because you you watch him in a practice in a rookie mini camp and it becomes evident to everybody watching this is not somebody who is going to be Malik Willis and struggle to the to the degree that Malik did as a rookie this is somebody who's far more polished who's far more skilled right now as a passer than Malik was a year ago and MB says Sam it's like comparing a high school freshman QB to a sophomore they're at different stages no, this is comparing a freshman quarterback to a better freshman quarterback. Yeah, because we're not talking fine. about Malik. Yeah, we're not. I'm but, not talking about Malik. You know, this year I'm talking about Malik a year ago. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Malik a year, but I think that's what he's saying because Levis is more advanced or whatever, and he's a year older. But this is two guys at the same stage of their career that you're comparing. One of them looks far more ready to take on the challenge of an NFL offense than the other one. I think that's a fine comparison to make when you have a QB in your room that you just saw things maybe not work with. And you sat here on draft night and criticized this pick for the Titans because it was a day two pick and said, this is the same deal where you're using a day two pick on a quarterback and a guy that they might not feel confident can be their next guy. Well, him showing what he's shown so far, I think makes a lot of people feel better about the first round pedigree that Levis had earlier in the draft cycle and know that he can at least hold his own uh, as a QB because he is not the same as Malik Willis in terms of a day two draft pick. He's right, a, I, a leg up. Yeah. John has a comment. I want to get to here in a second with the, uh, with a super chat, but first uh, more on this Malik Willis and Will Levis conversation, but first uh, farm Bureau health plans. You can get better with farm Bureau health plans by going to fbhp.com 
slash ATOZ. They will help you out with whatever your health coverage needs are. If you need to fill in some gaps from your employer, they can do that with dental vision, whatever health there. Or if you're trying to go out there and do it on your own, if you're an independent contractor, an entrepreneur, a self-employed, Farm Bureau Health Plans is perfect for your situation, whether you're single or whether you have a family, whether you have a growing family, or maybe you're uh, of more wise age, you're trying to find that next level of health coverage as you uh, advance in the next step of your career. Farm Bureau Health Plans can take care of you. They've been doing it for Tennesseans for over 75 years. The website, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on your first bet. And even if it doesn't win, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Get on BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. The king of sports books with that code ATOZ Sports, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All right. So John asked this question, uh, or he kind of says this comment here. Um, on on YouTube says, let's be honest, Malik was handcuffed and told not to use his skills in the field. In fact, Vrabel benched him for playing his own game even during the season. Malik was held back. Not even fair. So John is is saying factual things that Mike Vrabel did bench and pull Malik Willis out of a preseason game because he wasn't throwing the football, running the offense. And also uh, they went with Josh Dobbs in the regular season because they thought Dobbs gave them the better chance to win a football game, to make the playoffs, than Malik. Now, the Titans did not make the playoffs, but I think me and you, Sam, agree that Josh Dobbs was the better starting quarterback in that time um, there. So, But I also think Mike Vrabel was right to pull Malik Willis in that preseason game, John, because the preseason is not the time to just go out there and make plays. Like The preseason is time to work on your deficiencies. The preseason is time to work on your, you know, what you're struggling with. And it's okay. If you make that mistake, the regular season is when go out and do it, whatever it takes to win the game, to score the points, go do it. So I think John, you're a little off on blaming Vrabel for that. Yeah. He's not going against the starting defense. Uh, Guys are, you know, a tad slower, you know, things are not like he would see against, you know, a number one NFL defense. And, Mike Vrabel is very firm about the point, same as he was with Will Levis after training, after minicamp, that process is more important than result at this stage in, in a quarterback's career. Understanding the process, making the correct decision, and, and going through that it is more like just because you scrambled for a 20-yard gain or completed a pass downfield to Josh Wiley in mm-hmm. triple coverage – does not mean that your process and your decision-making in that moment was sound. And for quarterbacks that are going to see better defenses with faster players and have to operate the Titans' offense as an offense and not as an individual, he wants to see his quarterbacks be better about that. And that was something that he felt pretty strongly about Malik. Like you said, Austin, he worked with him throughout all of training camp. They're working on you know, getting his body in time with his with his brain and making good decisions and finding throws. And he got frustrated that they're working through that and you get into a game and he's not showcasing it. He's not making any throws. Mm-hmm. And, and those are the times to do that. So yeah, I think it was fair to, to bench him in that instance because you want to get productive reps one for Malik and two for everybody else. Like it was preseason for Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips and Chigakonkwo too we're trying to get NFL experience and it doesn't help them if their quarterback's not throwing the ball. 
you saw over the course of the regular season, and I saw it in practice every week, that a lot of those same issues followed Malik for the entire season. Like, it, it was not just a preseason issue, and it was ultimately the reason why the Titans felt like Josh Dobbs gave them a better chance to win, because being in time with the wide receivers and making throws that could, you know, advance the ball more than just on the ground and in like read options was not something Malik was ready to do. Yeah, no doubt. Um, to, to wrap this up, Kane comes in here with some more lunch money. Says, I call BS. Levis was in a pro style offense. Malik wasn't make that comparison make sense. And that, again, that's kind of my overall point is that I think it's foul. You're in, compare- the, you're in the same, you're in the same offense now. You're, no, no, I don't. No, I don't again, care about liberty. I'm, again, I am. I'm not talking about comparing them starting next week when they're on the field together. I'm talking about looking at what Will Levis did on Saturday and looking back a year ago and what Malik looked like in his first practice. Look, that is com- foul. My comparison like, is not saying Will Levis looks better than Malik Willis at rookie minicamp. So he's going to be a better player and be way better than Malik could ever be. That's not fair because like you said, they start from different points, but it is fair and only makes sense to look at where they are, put them or where they were at the same point and say, one guy is more ready to do this than the other guy was. And it's very clear and very obvious heading into like, so yeah, I think next week when the veterans and rookies are on the field together, that is going to be one thing that everybody's going to be paying attention to on side by side. That, and right, that's but, but that's a comparison of like, I can look at what I saw from a leak last year and I can look at what I saw from Will Levis this weekend and say, one of those guys impressed me with how ready he was, to, in my opinion, to step into this offense and be productive. The other guy was not. So that's not to say where they can go. But it's it, it is fair to compare what they've done and what yeah, they've I, shown me, and forget about the style of offense. They're Tennessee Titans now. They have to be able to run this system. I don't yes. want to hear about like you can't compare Malik to an NFL QB because he's not used to being an NFL QB. His job is to be an NFL QB. That's what he gets paid million dollars to do. So yes, okay, no, no doubt. But again, um. Different starting points. And that's, again, I expected Malik to have struggles in practice with process. I expected Will Levis to look good with said process because that's what their college trained them for. Will Levis's college trained him to be good at process in practice. Malik Willis's college did not. And that's just, look, look, it's a, you know, did your high school prepare you for college or did your high school set you up to have college be tough? Like it, you know, that's, you know, the, the human being can rise above whatever situation they come out of, but that is, I guess that's where I'm coming from overall. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to a Monday Ask Me Anything. Sam, I've got a topic that I think both of us are going to relate to uh, in very recently, uh, but first tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai, you need to make them part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go For your new ride, you can get 0% APR for 48 months on 2023 Sonatas, Santa Fe's, or Tucson. Tucson's Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai are happy to guide you through the financing process of either buying or trading in your vehicle. You can forget those downtown Nashville prices because they're out in Lebanon. Uh, You can head out there and see our friends at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. 
All right, and don't forget with BetMGM, it is our code ATOZ Sports for your first bet offer that you place uh, your first bet after downloading the BetMGM app with code ATOZ Sports, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that first bet misses. So, no sweat on that. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, other requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued to knowledge of bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game with sport, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. Sam, for our, our last Monday, ask me anything question. I want to ask you this in the chat this. How do you get a song out of your head that's stuck in your head? And I don't want you to say anything, Sam, because we are I... working behind the scenes on something. But I have an idea that me and you both had the uh, same song stuck in I our heads all day yesterday. I almost shared this earlier in the show, so I'm glad I didn't. I almost teased this a little bit earlier. But, so my, that's my question uh, for Monday. Ask me anything. How, how, like, what is your trick on getting a song that's stuck in your head out of your head? That's what I want to know from the chat and from you. Like, what, is your, what is your, what is your way? What is my way? Yes. My way is not the right way. My way is like trying to distract myself and play a different song. And then eventually I forget about it. And I usually, my brain's pretty good about it. The, the scientific way I believe is to listen and sing the song all the way through looking at the lyrics is the scientific way to get rid of a song stuck in your head. Your brain is, when you have a song stuck in your head, it's usually because your brain is trying to complete the song that is like in your brain. And when you can't, you, you hit like a subconscious wall of like not knowing where it goes and your brain replays what it knows to see if it can get over the like that subconscious wall and so you have to break through that barrier of hearing all the lyrics playing all the lyrics singing all the lyrics and fulfill yeah fulfill it and then your brain is able and maybe not immediately but your brain is able to like move on from it because it's no longer trying to remember what it was that you know that line next line was or whatever yeah uh, jared says your brain is looking for the end of the song so play it um and then Sean says, just play the song a few times. Steven says, sing it a hundred. And that might be a million times. Uh, Billy Jones says, start singing another song. Uh, you sing another song, easy. Uh, replace it with another song. Sing a new one, play it. Uh, we're getting a lot of comments on how you get rid of a song stuck in your head. Danny says, I just listened to the song. Um, Dwayne says, sing the worst song you know. I don't know when to do that. Um, let's see. Uh, Dre, the barber says here, Sam, buy yourself something nice. Keep up the great work guys. Uh, super exciting for the training. Can't keep it going. Thank you there. Uh, hey, Dre. My, I might hey, need to hit up Dre, the barber. If the chat keeps clowning me, the one time hey. I don't wear a hat, I, I get, I get roasted. Yeah. And Nathaniel, uh, said, read my super chat earlier. It's a sign. And so Nathaniel, man, I, I messed up because we have, we have an auto super chat folder now that helps us keep, keep it mm. up. But I accidentally unchecked it uh, before we read it because I tried to uncheck it after we read it. And I'm, I'm sorry, Nathaniel, I, I messed it up. But it had to do something with Elvis Costello in the new there stadium. Is. There I it found is. it. Who, who, he says, I know this is off topic. Who picks the song at the Titan Stadium? Elvis Costello, pump it up, replace it with Tighten Up. Make it happen, please. Yeah, uh, uh, not us. Yeah, I have no idea who does that. Shout out to Elvis Costello, though. 
one of my favorite songs, Allison by Elvis Costello. It's a great now, song. Nathaniel Allison is the one that uh, commented this. So I'm sure he likes little... that song then. It's a good one. It's a good one. Maybe. So I guess I'm going to have to listen to the song that's been stuck in my head for now. Right. Uh, I've already now. listened to it. I've listened to it quite a few times. Today? You know. Have you listened oh, to it today? Oh, not today. It's not in my head today. You got is it. it you... Is it stuck in your head right now? No, you started ingraining it into my brain, though. It might be after we get off the show. I'm not my subconscious <laughs> thinking about it again. I, I was good. Man, I'm going to listen to Allison a few times and, and get go. some Elvis Costello going in the apartment. Oh, God. I have to I have to fix this because it's just been, you know, constantly on like a, they a minute know, and a half loop. loop. They want to know what the song is. Are, are, are we saying? What no, the we're is? saving it. We're saving it. It's not done. It's not ready. There is a project that's being worked on. I'm excited it's a about project. It. It's it's a project for the people. Uh, it's, it's it's really all it, I can say. I, things that we normally do. <laughs> it's, so it's very different from anything we normally do because it has music gonna, involved. Yeah, but yeah. it's going to be good. I, I think the fan base will get a kick out of it once it's done. So yeah, uh, yeah. But Austin and I we put in some work on it yesterday, and so we've been. We've been vibing out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's been it's been all up in my head for the last you know twenty four hours. All right, guys, that'll wrap it up for this Monday show. Great Monday reacting to Titans rookie minicamp. Make sure you like the show before you go. There's always more people watching than have hit that thumbs up button. So we need you guys to hit that like button for us on Facebook and on YouTube. We greatly appreciate that. Buck Rising will be live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. We'll be back tomorrow morning on a Tuesday to talk more about Titans rookie minicamp because we talked about one player today. We'll love us. We'll talk about the other rookies. Uh, tomorrow. So we'll see you guys then. Appreciate it as always.